Show us your tips. Previewing the midweek racing of the 27th of September 2020. After a character building weekend, Beaver? Yeah, you could say that, mate. A uh, bit of a challenge. Yeah, a few, a few hot price favourites all going down, which we were all both keen on. Um, a couple pulled up yeah. later. A couple... Hope Bruno had no luck, uh, and maybe Mars Crusader is a bit overrated from uh, the Sydney Stakes, I suppose. Yes. And Russian Camelot certainly showed looks like that. And Rothfire got, yeah, we don't see Rothfire. Right? Rothfire, well. so, um, yeah. So the Hawks horses quenelled the Golden Rose, and uh, Russian Camelot picked up the Group One in down in Melbourne and stand itself as one of the horses to beat in the Cox Plate. Uh, any, yes, certainly. Anything really to take away apart from the obvious stuff there? No, not a lot to take away from that that I can think of off the top of my head, mate. No, that's okay. Let's... Uh, oh, subpoena. I have to do a shout-out to my mate, Shansha, who told me that uh, subpoena would be winning and... Uh, you got the jockey, so it was a good shout-out. It was good of you to tell me that after the race. That, um, that helped. Yeah, no, I didn't. Mate, I've never seen him back a winner in his life, so <laughs> it wasn't worth telling you about. That, that's fine. Um, shall we crack on to an interesting day for midweek racing tomorrow? Yeah, it's not, it's not, um, not the greatest cards, I have to say. I've uh, really found it pretty tricky doing the form for these races, yeah. open markets, but a lot of horses yeah. in the market, and it's really hard to line these up. More so, it's noticeable on the, down at Ballarat, but uh, now when they get, in summer when they have the Mooney Valley Nights, that tends to be their midweek sort of racing, and then the Wednesdays are now going to be a bit of country stuff we've got to shovel through. So I was less enthusiastic about it than I have been in, in the last few weeks doing Ballarat, but we'll get to that second. Kensington... It was a bit the same, actually. A few um, yeah, very much so. average, average races and average lead-ups. Uh, the rails in the true... We'll start yeah, pretty Last time we were yeah, both, uh, both concerned, we, we end up shooting the lights out, so maybe maybe there's an omen there. Yeah, it's just pretty tricky. There's a few races with horses that don't have a lot of... haven't had a lot of starts and some that have got a bit of mixed form. And so, yeah, I found that really hard to get a line on. Yeah. Uh, the Kenzo track itself, it's currently good for potentially a bit of rain around. Uh, generally, it tends to play on paceish early and then sort of um, swing around late in the day, particularly if the rain comes. Uh, a month ago on a true rail, same sort of track was a day. Plaquette and Kings Air were able to run on down the outside and make up ground. So hopefully it plays that way and uh, everything sort of gets a chance. Yeah, let's hope so, Matt. And we'll kick off in the first, uh, an open race. Any any opinion here? No, no opinion here, mate. I left this one alone, to be honest. Uh, couldn't couldn't find anything that stood out to me here. No, that's fine. I um, I spent probably longer than I should on this race. Uh, I could be inter- I could have been interested in the number nine Wild Irish, but I'm not not convinced by Tom Sherry in town, and and David Payne's not generally a stable. I go after. Um, so the second race of the day, though, sees the clash of, uh, well, sees Private Cheetah, who debuted against Argentius, uh, who came out one again last week. 
take on a couple of uh, lightly raced things. Did you like a, like one here? Yeah, I did. I liked Private Cheetah. I thought its first start run was uh, pretty good. Uh, it trialled well before that. Uh, and I think this could be could lead and give them really something to chase here. So I'm happy to, to take uh, Private Cheetah with Tim Clark aboard. He, he usually rates him quite well out in front. Um, 59 kilos is a little bit of worry, but John Six should go to the front and hopefully uh, hold on. Yeah, I like Private Cheetah on its debut. Uh, agree with what you've just said. And obviously the form has been franked. Argentius was quite convincing last week. Um, and Kensington from will suit this early in the day, I hope. It should get control and be the one to beat. The only one I'm worried about uh, is I'll save on uh, number eight, Isafar, who's trialled really, really well. She looks like a big beast um, and pretty much dominated uh, Zanti Dance in its last trial, who then went to Hawkesbury and won dominantly last Thursday, I believe. Um, but I think yep. it might be a nice filly. Uh, but private good, good one to watch. Yeah, so private cheater though would, is uh, one I'd black book off its off its trials essentially, and and wasn't let. Apart from the fact it didn't win, um, I thought it was a good debut. So I stick. Yeah, I Race three, uh, an, an interesting uh, benchmark seventy two staying race. You do you have any opinion on these horses that are racing each other for the four no. hundredth time? No, they these horses. Yeah, they take their turns at winning and um, I'm not sure which one I'll be winning tomorrow. No, that's fine. Uh, I, I thought, I just thought the only, I, you can't speak much here, but I thought Frenzy turned the tables off its last run on the, on Prince of Aragon and probably leads here with Nash, but an, a race I'll probably take the kids to the park for a bit for a while. Uh, where's your next bet of the day? Yeah, my next bet of the day comes up in the fourth month. Um, and I've gone for, the gate one, number eight, uh, jailbreak. Okay. Thought its first up run was pretty good. Um, it, again, it was one that had trod reasonably well. Uh, first up at Dubbo, but one with plenty, plenty in hand and one quite comfortably. So I expect it to get a good run in transit here. And second up could be the horse to beat. Cool. Uh, I I didn't like this race at all. I just thought I didn't really want to be with the favourite Santa, so I then sort of had to find one to beat it. Um, it would have been Regal Stage if it had a jockey, but um, Quade Crow's not one I really want to back in town, but I've liked the trials. I like the $10. I like it probably leads here. Just the jockey stops me from really wanting to pull the trigger on that. Um, and Avon River's, I, in my mind, the best horse in the race, but it was pretty ordinary last start, I thought. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah, it was very ordinary last start. Yeah, so maybe yours is the one there, um, which is probably why it's taking up nearly you know, 20% of the market. Um, and it does, ha- it does have, I know it's double win, but I guess it does have uh, Sydney form before that. Cool. Uh, race five, we'll see the race I'm keenest on here uh, over the 1,800 metres for the benchmark 72. And for all the reasons I had to spruik uh, Badush last Friday, 
I'm going to be on it here. Gate one, Hugh Bowman. I know it's got 61 kilos, but should just go to sleep straight behind the leader. And if the tracks, all things are equal, I think it wins this race. Yeah, it's hard to go past in, in a race like this. It's um, meeting some pretty mediocre company here and uh, trying to get um, the right run, even with the 61 and a half. The, way, the one gate probably offsets that a bit, and so it won't have to do any work or it can just park Posse straight on the back of the lead and uh, get the split in the straight, and hopefully um, even with that one, can go past them. Yeah, and and the two the two obvious dangers the Hawks horses. I, I was just looking. There's still no jockey booking, so I got a feeling. Uh, they might come in. in which case, it probably is even more of a good thing here. Uh, but yeah, Badush is my best of the day. Kenzo tomorrow. Yeah, I'd probably go with you to be honest. Uh, a thought in the benchmark seventy-two over the thirteen hundred meter six race of the day. Nothing for me here, Matt. Uh, very open market. Again, was one of those races I talked about early on that looks hard to line up if I was forced to have a pick. Um, I thought the 11200 um, was a horse that showed a little bit in its first preparation with a win and a second, uh, fresh tomorrow, and probably expected to run fairly well. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it's the only one you sort of know what you get with all of these and it's the only one that could have a a, a bigger future than these ones. Uh the, the just one trial and it just sort of just didn't do a lot, which otherwise if I think it had trialed like a star, it probably starts two hours fifty in this race. It might even still do. If the money comes it probably wins. Uh but uh until we see it, how can you stamp it, I suppose? This is it. And to wrap up the day, anything to finish us off? Oh, look, I was happy to go with Acrophobic um, again, Dougie. I I did have a bit of liking for it first up and ran a really credible third. And I can see it improving on that run in a pretty open field. Uh, a bit concerned about the, the gate 12, the horse 12 from gate 12. Uh, Bit of superstition there. I think it can run well, and it's certainly got uh, the good service of a good jock aboard. So, look, that's that's a horse I'd be playing around there. If we are, uh, the thing is, you'd know by now if if you're running on, which uh, we'll know by this time of day. If they're coming down outside, I think it it's the one to beat. If they're not, our Royal Marine probably makes it four in a row. Just uh, has been dominant on pace its last two, and. Um, Probably has exactly the same run here. So that's a wait and see for me. Uh, it'll be one or the other. I'll be backing one or the other for quite a good result, I think, because I don't think there's much else after those two. No. Um, but acro- uh, Acrophobic was a, was a nice return against the bias. And um, like I said, I want to be seeing him slingshotting by now. It'll be one of those J-Mac rides at Kenzo where they – he takes off at uh, the last minute and gets there in the last stride. But um, I want to see the track playing there first. So, yeah, an interesting opening day, uh, interesting open day. Uh, probably one I'm going to be playing more to build books across the day than really stamp a few, unfortunately. Um, but do you have a best in value we can leave people with? 
Yeah, yeah, my best is race five, uh, number one, Badoosh. I'm with you. So uh, we're all in there. Yep, we're all in. And my value bet of the day comes up in race four, number eight, Jailbreak. Excellent. $6 Uh, mark. I'm going to make my value uh, race seven, number three, Royal Marine. Um, Just because I really struggled to find anything close to double figures that I want to be too involved with. Uh, down at Kenzo. Um, but we're about to head down to Ballarat. I've got to give a few, sh- you've given a shout out, so I'm going to sneak a couple of shout outs in as well. Uh, good luck to Carol, who he has her horse running tomorrow at Canberra, Arctic Thunder in the third race. Um, currently about two. Oh, there you go. They're quite, she's quietly confident. Her and her husband, Jason, do listen to the show every weekend. Um, so shout out to them. And uh, That's one from one. Yeah, they got. She's uh, one from one, and uh, the Bortelli stable's going all right in the bush. And um, the Gump's got a horse racing down there tomorrow as well. How did uh, you know that? Hands. Race seven. He said it might need the run. Um, <laughs> I've got a feeling it might need the career change. But um, good luck, Gumpy, as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, we'll, we'll get him on the show. We he's might, gonna, he's gonna love it. I might team up to get him on the show in two weeks, eh? We might get the gump on for a big a group I've just, day. I, I've just had a look at that, and um, I can't believe Gump's allowing a, a female jockey on his horse. Oh, is it? Who is? I didn't see. Uh, Rihanna Costin is right. Oh, no, no, she's all right. So, yeah, no, um, nothing against Rihanna, but. Uh, yeah, Gump's not a big fan. He, he <laughs> fan of the he likes the big, stronger jockeys. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, I like two cans, eh? Uh, I think he's looking for second up there. He said, "Give it a run." <laughs> uh, but uh, when, when I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I'll get I'll get a call if off you watch is this. The only race the only race the only race Gump's horse might be winning is in a in a greyhound's belly, mate. <laughs> um we're very politically correct here at Pro Group Racing. Um <laughs> check out ProGroupRacing.com, yeah. by the way, on that note, uh for all the updates as we go along. Uh more some exciting stuff happening there in the next few weeks as we head deeper into spring. So check them out. Shall we head down to Ballarat? I've filled enough because I don't really want to talk about this card. Um, actually, yes. I'm finding more bets than I thought I would, but uh, it's currently a heavy eight. There's potential of more rain. Ballarat with the long straight. Um, I thought it's probably going to be a bit of last man standing stuff at the end of the long straight, sort of running on. Um, potentially a big day for the Mick Price stable. Mm-hmm. But um, where are you kicking off? Do you have a thought in the first? Because the first four, as I said, it's. Provincial racing is effectively, so the first four races are all uh, maidens, which make it hard to really get to yeah. when a lot of them are unraced and uh, no trials. And um, right now, we need even try and go find some jump out form half the time at the wrong horse labelled. And it's just, um, it might be time for Melbourne Racing to pull their finger out in that regard. But anyway, um, in the first though, do you like anything? Uh, my first bit doesn't come up to race three, mate. Okay, uh, I'll just yes. quickly uh, mention one in the first. It is actually, I think, second favourite, but Redwood Shadow, I like the debut behind Camborne, who uh, obviously has gone to town and, and ran quite competitively. 
uh, came from last, just got buffeted all up way up the straight, picked herself up a couple of times and still ran third. Um, now as gate two and Dean Yendall uh, is there to run well, I think. Uh, and is probably where I'm going to have my first bet down South. Yeah. The second race, um, I have never seen any of them. So we're going to move past that. Where are you going for the third? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going for the favorite, probably a little bit skinny, um, but I'm hoping gets out to sort of that seven to four, two to one mark. And, um, Zellify, I thought its first up run was pretty good. Uh, was, yeah. didn't jump all that well, uh, well out of its ground, and I think the Ballarat track might Ballarat track might suit it, and I expect it to be running on and running on nicely. And uh, Damien Lane uh, on board, Waller trained. Uh, I think this might have big improvement tomorrow. Yeah, when I first saw how short it was, I wanted to try and find something else, and uh, I know there's a lot of unraced here as well, but um, I really did like its last start. Uh, I had to come over heels a couple of times and. Uh, I like the booking of Lane on a wet track as well. So uh, I'm with you there. The one I'm going to save on, though, is uh, the, the McAvoy one, Merva, who has, at least we've seen trial and, and had a trial win uh, in in Adelaide and uh, trialed okay and since come to Flemington, I believe, and had a jump out. Again, it's travelled okay, but um, that'll be the saver. I think probably I'll... I'll I'll structure that to have a, a good result in Merva, but a reasonable one if Zellify wins and, and um, play it that way. Anything in race four? Last maiden of the day? Um, no, I just thought it was worth calling out the, I think it's called Mirror Tower. Yep. Uh, from the course in the stable. Uh, first starter with Michael Rodderboard. Um, won nicely at a Cranbourne trial. And I expect it to run quite well again tomorrow. So um, it's it's certainly certainly a horse that may have a little bit of ability. So that that's what I come up with in the fourth. Yeah, that was um, uh, I know shoot and run a few others got beat up by a horse we're going to talk about soon. So uh, I thought the unraced one there potentially could be the best horse as well. Um, Race five, we get to the 64s. Generally, I, I have a rule I don't bet into benchmark 58s, so this is only a grade above. And the general reason for that is they're just a lottery a lot of the time, um, particularly uh, down in Melbourne. Um, I'm going to spruik up here, though. Um, Deploys alone. I liked, it through t- I liked its last start where it just worked really hard outside lead. Um, gets into this where it probably leads alone. And... Um, I think Craig knew it's going to let himself be bullied by Alana Kelly inside on the pace and potentially if handles the wet, which it should do and has done before. Uh, I know it's 19 starts for two wins, but there's not a lot else here. And I think it could lead and win the fifth here. Any thought here? Uh, thank you. <laughs> Where's your next one? Race six. Yeah, race six. You're probably going to tip the top weight. So Next. What's that? You're probably going to tip the top weight, so go ahead. I wasn't going to, actually. Okay, go on. Who are I'm you actually going to tip. I'm with Zorro's dream. Okay. So I thought um, I thought it's two runs um, back from a spell of being pretty good. I thought it was pretty unlucky last start and didn't have a lot of luck um, and still ran well to finish second. 
it's got wet track for, and we've got a wet track tomorrow, and I think it's certainly a horse that could uh, probably knock these off. Yeah, I um, I think I've backed it both at starts this prep, so <laughs> I didn't want it anymore. Uh, I'm going to stump up for the favourite here. Uh, I know it only kept beat one of Wodonga Maiden, and it needs to take that to a wet track. Um, but it won by a seven and a half. And at times it ran were very good. Um, stag- uh, the times of a good horse and uh, looks a nice style of a thing. And is better than bench, better than class one at Ballarat grade, I think. So just uh, stumping up for that horse to win on the way up. Uh, yeah, it just worries me sometimes. Horses come out of mating to class one. They don't have great records. Yeah, I know, I know. They'd bit, I think that's because the good ones tend to go straight to town as well. They tend to yeah. last one. Um, but I don't know what you're saying there. Surprise Zoro's Dream is actually so short, which may be an indication. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, we'll take each other on there. And anything in the seventh? I didn't have anything in the seventh. Um, I guess I'll make it. I'll just probably explain why it's a bit, it's probably too short for me, but Steamboat Rock was a tragedy beat in the last start. Before that, had uh, quite good form, lightly raced in a benchmark 64 grade here. Um, if you watch its start, uh, watch its run first up, it Michael Walker sat on a fence, uh, cruised the whole way around, just never got a crack at all and had to come right to the outside. By the time it did, the race was over and it, it flushed home. Um, Typically, for these unlucky horses, it's going to probably start too short. It doesn't have a lot to beat here when, um, like, Bacchus is the next in the market. And if it's uh, and now has Damien Oliver and drawn out wide, I think um, it'll win this race. Um, so just uh, making a case for that one there. And we'll finish off the day. You finish off the day with a winner or what? In the benchmark seven. Man, I'm going to fit. I'm going to finish off the day with my value better the day, and that's number four, Indian Thunder, around the ten dollar mark. Uh, this is a pretty open race here with some. Is that just because it has people horses that, to it? it? Well, it's part of the reason. Um, I just thought this was a pretty ordinary affair, and last start, it's. It was a slow run race, and they just sprinted, and it and it couldn't couldn't go with them. Um, so hopefully, there's a little bit of pace on this time round. Prior to that, it went second to um, a pretty reasonable horse, and it's, it's my mind at the moment. Yulong Storm, um, and then some of its form before that wasn't great. But I think in a race like this, it can certainly be. Um, if it could put its best foot forward, could be in the finish. It's drawn out, out a little wider, uh, so hopefully that'll suit it where it can come down the middle of the track, run on and run on strongly. Excellent. Um, I, did I do a quaddy earlier? I didn't, did I? No, you didn't. No. Um, you may as well do yours, you and, then I'll, um, and then I'll do the quaddy. I'll do the Sydney one as well. So, uh, yeah. Charger Melbourne this week, Beaver? Yes. Have we got... So that's our Macquarie is leg, first leg. I've gone one, three, seven, and nine. Yeah, first leg. The second leg. 
I've gone one and two. Yep. In the third leg, I've gone one, five, seven, and three. Yep. And in the last leg, I've gone two, six, four, and ten. Two, six, six, four, and ten. Uh, cool. Eight, thirty-two. So four by two by four by four. Which um, I'll do the graphic up there. Beautiful. One hundred and twenty-eight. So about forty percent. Perfect. And your best in value for Melbourne. Yeah, my value is in race eight, number four, uh, is Indian Thunder. So the last race there. So hopefully if, uh, if we need something special, then that would uh, help us out. And then my best bet of the day comes up in race three, number 11, Zellify. Cool, okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to make my value race three, number seven, Merva, uh, another... Another day where I struggled to find something, anything too big or odds there. And I'm going to make my best uh, race seven, number seven, Steamboat Rock for Oliver and Price. Uh, so I've got to quickly do my Sydney quaddy from earlier. Apologies for those who have uh, been hanging for that. Um, but let's go back up to Sydney. Uh, a tough day for a quaddy, but uh, the Kenzo quaddy will be one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, ten, and 11 into 1, 8, 13, 14, 2, 10, 11, home with 3, 9, and 12. 50 bucks gets you 17.36% of that. Uh, anything else around Australia have a chance to look? Yeah, a couple of, couple of tips up in uh, the lovely dog test. So yep. I've got race 1, number 2, Blue Ant. Race 7, number 2, Dolly Spartan. And in the last race eight, number six, take it to the limit. Fantastic. Good job, Beaver. Um, perfect. Uh, we, I will see you on Thursday evening to discuss um, the Epsom Day. Epsom Day. And, perfect. Looking forward to it. Yeah, massive day of racing in Sydney. The fields came out today. I saw our star of the drew gate one, so I can pen that straight away. Uh, Colding backing up. And down in Melbourne, we've got the to Underwood. Underwood? Was it last week? Turnbull, one of them. That's last week, Turnbull. Turnbull and the Bart Cummings. Uh, so spring, Melbourne springs well and truly upon us as well. So exciting day of racing there. Um, good luck tomorrow, mate. Thank you very much. Good luck to uh, all the punters. And uh, we will catch everyone. Don't forget to check out Pro Group Racing once again for all your uh, racing insight there. And uh, we'll catch everyone Thursday night. Catch you guys. Safe travels.